And let's go right now, if we could, to former Georgia Congressman, my friend Doug Collins, who joins us here live on the Rita Cosby Show. Uh, Doug, uh, what is your take? Boy, it is right now, it is literally 50.0 to 50.0. Uh, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, this is this is wild, Doug. Hey, it is wild, right? And it's good to see. I mean, Walker has made a, a very good showing, um, you know, to in, in this race. This race has been tight just like it was a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I, again, I'm holding out hope, but hope uh, also meets reality. And right now, unfortunately, most of the votes are still around Atlanta. So what we've got to hope for is those votes in Fulton County, DeKalb County, uh, Cobb County, which have about 40%. Uh, between 40% and 35% of the vote left out in those two counties uh, are just hiding the day of voters for uh, Walker, which is what we're, which is what Walker has won the day of voting. We just said there's just got to be enough of them there uh, to do that. Unfortunately, those have been 80, 20 counties for Raphael Warnock. So uh, again, holding out hope, but the reality is Atlanta hasn't finished coming in yet. Yeah, and as you know, um, Doug, you know, that is typical in, in a lot of these big cities across the country where yeah. they are so heavily, heavily Democratic, um, and yet, you know, many, many of the outskirts um, often vote the other way. What about all the early votes that came in? Talk about, because there was an enormous amount. It was 1.9 million early votes. Um, have they all been counted, and where? who are they yeah. breaking for? Warnock. Uh, they, they mostly they have all been counted. Most of those vote for Warnock, and and because really, Rita, we're seeing this across the country, and I and I think Republicans, and I've heard a lot of Republicans now starting to say this. I was saying it, and I've talked to you about this. We've got to use whatever the the law allows, and if that means early voting, and you have a state like Georgia, which made its voting more secure, made its voting laws more secure, you know, doing the things that need to be done. Um, then, then Republicans have got to get out and vote because what happens, in a, especially in a race like this, you have basically one week of early voting. And, you know, if you can't get there on Election Day, then, then you miss that chance to vote. And a friend of mine was talking about this today. They opened it up, and I think the, the court misread the law, which the law actually said you couldn't do this, but they opened it up for a Saturday and Sunday a week ago. Uh, Democrats poured into those. Uh, they went out and got people to vote. And I wonder how many of those votes, now, as you look at this, because the Democrats took the time to say, hey, I want you to go vote today, may have been the difference in that person voting at all. So, again, we just got to get better at making sure that our voters will use any opportunity legally there available to us to go vote. But right now what's happening, it looks like, and I think this will, and, and again, just on the initial surface look, the early votes favored Warnock fairly heavily and probably will favor and that's where we're seeing the, the ending result here and again those early votes have they all been counted doug so the only thing we're waiting for now are just polls give us sort of like the lay of where yeah. are they day of votes that we're waiting for is it a combination there's probably a few of the absentee ballots there may be a few that are out there that still you know military ballots still have to come in um, and they have, well, they haven't, let me rephrase that. They have until I think Friday to come in. They have to be postmarked by that. But, uh, you're seeing these are day of voting now. We're, we're down to day of voting, uh, which are favoring Walker, which is why I think that it is good that we're still seeing it very close. Um, but again, where we're, we, we've run out of some of the bigger Republican counties. And that's the concern that I have looking at it and just being honest about the votes is I, I'm concerned that the, the counties that are left out are historically, and this is not new, this is not breaking news, 
these counties are Democrat counties, 80-20. We've got two counties, uh, Reed, and this is a concern for, for Republicans in, in Georgia. Although, l- let me just not dwell on this race for a second. Remember, let's, let's take everybody back four weeks ago. The Republicans swept every race in the state of Georgia. Okay, we're, we're still red. There's issues with this this you know race that we're seeing, but Republicans are still there. But you had two counties in tonight, Henry uh, Clayton County and DeKalb County that are voting at ninety percent Democrat. Wow, wow! And, and you're t- and these are t- several hundred thousands of votes. So you're talking you know five, ten, fifteen percent of the entire total vote in the state of Georgia coming from these counties. What is how important it is, is it? Um, and I was explaining a little bit, Doug, but how important do you think it is uh, to get that 50 50 Senate if Herschel Walker could pull it out? Even if, you know, right now, uh, as you said, it may be tough. Uh, it's certainly a, a very tight race. But how key is it basically from a legislative standpoint and for the American public to have a little more balance? Well, I think there's two things. Number one, let's continue to make, my, to make Chuck Schumer work for it. Okay, that's the way I just sort of look at this. He's under a power sharing agreement right now with Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate. That would be great to keep that so that they can't in committees. They're even in committees so that if you have a Democratic objective that they want to push through, they and it's evenly voted in the committee. They have a harder time than bringing it to the House floor because then you have to involve all the members. And as I heard you were talking about this, then you do bring in the mansion of the cinema or the or the occasional other tester or somebody that you might could pick off that would keep a a bad appointee and we've seen this happen you know a bad appointment a bad judge or somebody from being on the bench that's the first thing the second thing is is keeping it 50 50 puts us in a very good position going forward into the 2024 cycle which i know nobody wants to hear about tonight i get it but you know there's going to be a lot more the democrat map is terrible for them as far as having to defend almost 22 out of 30, 23 to 24 out of the seats out of the 33 that are going to be up, they're going to have to defend, which gives us a very good opportunity to win the Senate in 2024. And if we have this seat, it just puts us one step closer. Yeah, no, that is that is a, a much better map, of course, for the Republicans right around the corner. Talk about also, Doug, how just how I think vicious uh, this campaign cycle really was, and especially with Georgia. I mean, they were like, you know, pulling out all the stops against Herschel Walker and, you know, even Barack Obama going down there constantly. Joe Biden, MIA, uh, which is a whole other thing, wildly unpopular. You know, you know, it's bad when the president doesn't go, but they bring the ex-president. But just how nasty it got and sort of the strategy behind doing whatever they could to smear Herschel Walker. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that was the plan all along. You know, look, at least Biden went to Massachusetts. I mean, he still don't know where the border's at. But, you know, um, you know, but that's where he campaigned for him because he wasn't welcome here. This the, the very thing Warnock was desperately trying to avoid and why this was an issue was he was being tagged with the Biden, you know, administration, the economy and everything else. So they didn't want him down here. The, so as you look at this, the viciousness of this campaign, this is also why primaries are important. And Walker was easily, easily ahead in the primary. So there was never a Republican vetting in many ways of just basic issues that the Democrats with their friends and accomplices in the media just waited for Herschel to become the nominee in June. And if you remember, Rita, 
less than a week after Herschel became the nominee in, at the end of May, June, July was filled with nothing but, you know, hammered stories after hammered stories of portraying Herschel Walker in a bad light. And it's been there ever since. And, you know, that's what Herschel and them had to overcome. It's very difficult when you also have $50, $60 million of campaign money, but then you have the, the national media emphasizing the stories as well. And so, yeah, it's, it's it, you know, again, I like to say that it's, it's different, but it's not. I mean, these are campaigns that happen. This was just strategically done by the Democrats to try and tear down Walker. And it's a testament to his staff and to his team and himself that, you know, this race is as close as it is not. Yeah, it is amazing. By the way, uh, and everybody, we're talking to the great former congressman of Georgia, Doug Collins, here on the Rita Cosby Show. Doug, also huge money went into this. Um, I mean, literally, when you're looking at the numbers on both sides, right? And on the other hand, the Democrats pulled out a lot more money, it looks like. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, here's a, Rita, if I was to tell you, and I look, I've been around this for a long time. If I was to tell you that in 14 days, a candidate can raise uh for, uh, can raise um, $21 million, you would say, and I would say, that gum, that's pretty good. Well, that's what Walker did. But here's the problem. The uh, Warnock folks raised $51 million wow. in the same time frame. Wow. Yeah. I mean, th- I-, I spoke to a, a, another, uh, well, I was on with another interview just a little bit ago, and, I, and I'm hitting this. The Republicans, we've got to get, there's two things Republicans have got to get ready for. Number one, we've got, we got to participate in the election process as a whole and then change what we don't like in the legislatures when we win the legislature so that our elections are secure and safe and we know that it's secure. But until then, use every available, you know, get anybody out to vote early, go help pick up ballots. If that's, your state allows that, do whatever you need to do, number one. Number two, we have got to get primaries behind us, fight like Republicans, in the primaries, but once the primary is over, suck it up and go, okay? There's not a Republican on the ticket that I can see in almost any state, and I travel to a lot of states this year, that I would rather see a Democrat in that seat than that Republican. We've got to get that better. We don't do that very well. And then number two, three, I'm sorry, we've got to get back to where we put small-dollar donations and the infrastructure for turnout and voter turnout those are things that's got to be emphasized. Democrats do it far better than we do, and a lot of it is because uh, we just don't share. We don't uh, have common goals that the Democrats do. We have a lot more individualized goals. Those are three things right off the bat we've got to start looking at before the 2024 cycle. Wow. And by the way, uh, we are hearing uh, there are some in the media who are calling it for Warnock, uh, by the way. Uh, NBC is just calling it right now. We're being told uh, MSNBC uh, has called it. Some of the other stations have not called it. uh, But MSNBC, uh, just in the last few seconds, just real quick, your reaction, Doug, uh, real quick. Unfortunately, it's what you and I were talking about a few minutes ago, the, the votes that are they're just not the path for the votes. And that's what they're looking at right now. Hope well, You can hold out hope, but they're looking at the same thing I just explained to your wonderful listeners a minute ago. The votes are just in the wrong place right now. Yeah, and that is uh, the math is tough. And especially as you talked about those outstanding uh, counties, of course, heavily Democratic. Uh, but wow, what a tight one. We'll see, by the way, if the other ones call it. Sometimes uh, that happens and it goes back and forth. We will see right now. It looks like it is just MSNBC. Uh, former Congressman Doug Collins, thank you so much for being with us on such an important night. We really appreciate it. Well, no problem. It's always good to be with you. Take care. 
Oh, you too. Thank you so much, Doug. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 